Angels will be waving their wings and moving people that direction. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. It doesn't matter what the enemy is saying. It doesn't matter. The attacks is hauling at me. No. You don't deserve my head. I'm busy thinking about who I am in Christ, who he has made me, the grace he has granted me. Huh? Are you ready for this? Satan is the only one that does not remember the lies he told. Because if he had remembered all that he said to me about me not amounting to anything, he would be ashamed to talk to me. But he expects me to also forget. Mm -mm. I won't forget. I won't forget. Like... One of the singers told me, they watched the service last Sunday. She said she woke up, all of a sudden she felt like nobody loved her. That's a demonic entrance. She didn't want to come to church. You see, watch now. You remember at the end of that service? I made a decree against suicide. And immediately, she sent that text and said, this word today was for me. God sent that message to deliver me from the demonic forces that entered my house eh, and started beating me down. But the altar is alive. Altar is alive. Why will a pastor with 5,000 members commit suicide? So you know that what I'm teaching you is a powerful weapon. It doesn't matter what you've accomplished or not accomplished. There's a demon there to lie to you. Listen, even in normal neutral things. Demons tell lies like this. You know, you need to slow down. You're too busy. And then, listen now. Yes, you're busy. God has granted you grace. You're flowing in your grace. But they come and they plan this thought. And now you take it. And before long, you're so tired. You don't know that you entertained Satan to mess up your grace. Isn't that amazing? Doc, I'm standing right here talking about this. This must be for you. 
Hmm? Satan is constantly engineering an interruption. Ooh, this is funny. That's why you ladies clean up the house. But you keep cleaning up the clean areas. Mm. <laughs> you never start where it is really messed up. You always start where it's already clean. And then by the time you finish the clean areas, you are tired. <laughs> These are devils. Yes. Spirits of laziness. Yeah. They play these games. They know that God is excellent. And angelic reports matter. And then when they come to your stuff and things are junked up everywhere. Hallelujah. You postpone breakthroughs. Because God will not continue to invest in filth. That's why old folks say that cleanliness is next to godliness. And then the new generation came along and marking it and said, well, where's the scripture for it? No, by experience they could tell that when they cleaned up and the house was, was, was smelling right, the glory was hovering over it. We checked into one hotel. I don't know where, is it New Mexico? New Mexico. And Doc brought me all the bed bugs he killed. <laughs> yeah, the Bobby's looking at me like, I didn't make it up here, Doc is right here. Huh? So when I, took the hotel up on this mess. The young lady, I didn't even get to the owners of the hotel. This is uh, one of the cleaners, was saying that they can't find help. And that they went to a job fair and they hired eight people and not a single one of them showed up. So these are the people then that are there. They go there and they just, <laughs> Who knows how many people's dirt? I know you all call it a bed bug, but where I come from, they call it chinch. <laughs> huh? you, you call it chinch too? Uh -huh. The bed was full of chinch. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Glory to God. See, when you travel, you run into all kinds of things. All kinds of people. All, it doesn't matter. 
I share these things because Satan keeps telling you, you're the only one going through it. Everybody is going through it. My leaders will tell you, the biggest fight when we are traveling is with white folks, you know, having to deal with the reality that we are black. Huh? I remember the first time we went to Nashville. So the door opens, here I'm coming down. And I'm watching the young man, he's African American, you know, with trench coat, he was drizzling a little bit. And he's looking at us and I'm looking at him. And then finally he went like, I said, yeah, get over it. I know you were looking for your slave masters to be coming down, but these are your brothers. Get used to it. <laughs> you can make all the face you want to. In South Carolina, we landed. Came out of the plane. The two cars that was reserved for us, they have the tail number of the plane. But because we came out looking black, the two African-Americans driving the SUVs were like they were traumatized. <laughs> they didn't move. I got down the steps of the plane, started walking towards them, and they drove past me, still looking for white folks. I told him, roll that window down so I can slap you. I said, I guess I'm not white enough. Why are you driving past me? Now listen to the second driver. He said, I was just following him. I said, you follow him? Don't you have a mind? <laughs> I, I, I was just following him. I said, you can see me. Did you see me come down that steps? Who are you looking for? I said, get used to it. When I'm telling you these stories, I'm not seeing African-Americans. I'm seeing the devil. It's the devil that has convinced them that it's not possible. In the early days when God told me he had delivered me from coach, from now he wants me to fly business class. And I went to check in. There's an African-American working for Delta. And when I gave him my stuff, he said, oh, you're flying business class. I said, yes. He said, oh, it must be some kind of program or something that's helping you do this. Yeah, that's what he said. I looked at him. I said, well, you don't deserve a response. I said, let me have my boarding pass. And I walked away from him. You have to get used to these things. When Satan cannot defeat you from within, he starts from the outside. Learn it from me. If you want to succeed in God, be ready to accept and deal with people's rejection. 
If you think that people will applaud, they wouldn't. They will hate your gods first. My experience through the years, when you're struggling, they say, you ain't going to make it. Then finally, when you get a breakthrough, they'll say, oh, we knew he was going to make it. Say, so which one is it? You're talking from both sides of your mouth. I left this before the scripture was quickened to me. And now I'm talking about it. We wouldn't let it go. These two things. The rejoicing part. And then they, you know, captivating these thoughts. Bringing them to the obedience of Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Is somebody hearing what I'm telling you? Amen. You're bringing them to submit to what Jesus said about you. Let me tell you a secret. How do you determine who you are? If you determine who you are by your money, you're the biggest fool. If you determine who you are by the problems you have, you don't have sense. <laughs> the other one, you're the biggest fool? This one, <laughs> you don't have sense. How do you determine who you are? By the level of God's glory that accompanies you. That's how I know who I am. Everything will change. But the glory is permanent. Hallelujah. That thing. I am clothed with it. Hallelujah. Huh? I'm clothed with it. That's how you know who you are. That's how I think of myself. Because all these other indicators are all temporary. They can disappear overnight. But the glory is eternal. And the glory was what God promised the church. And from preachers to the pew. Believers have remained blinded. When God said, prove me now. Yeah. And see, if I will not open, windows I have. And pour you out a blessing. He said, there's not enough room. And people are looking for money. Now, the windows of heaven open for glory to descend. Yeah. Hallelujah. You should be walking around, walking like this. Isn't that how women walk when they're close to delivery? What's wrong? Nothing. Why are you walking like this? I'm pregnant with glory. I'm carrying a weight of glory. I'm pregnant by design. <laughs> huh? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Disallow these thoughts. Don't let them stay anymore. Open your mouth and prophesy. 
fight them off. Hallelujah. I'm as busy as the Lord has allowed me. But I will not receive these thoughts. And all of a sudden, I start feeling weak. Elder Bobby had this testimony. He was busy, just laboring, laboring in the early days of the ministry. And they sent him this seducing spirit. You know, you, 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 you are too busy. You, you need to take a break. Huh? So he started entertaining it. And the Lord came to him and said, Bobby, do you want all the demons that I delivered you from to return? He said, no. He said, then don't take a break. He said, because as soon as you take a break, Satan was waiting for him to slow down so he can gain his attention. Sometimes you don't understand that God is the one ordering your steps. And you are thinking naturally. When he sees that Satan is praying and wishing and hoping that you will give him some idle time. So he can hook you up to some crazy thing. And Bobby came right back in the ministry. And served God till now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You will see that once you declutter your mind, you become creative. You start getting unctions. <clears throat> okay. Secretary, don't, don't pass out. But I told her, I said, there's too much noise around you. I come and you're playing this. I come and you're playing that. I said, you can't hear. Noise. Noise. Jesus said, he that has an ear to hear, let him hear. He said, be swift to hear. Slow to speak. But what? Slow to wrath. That means if you talk less and listen more, your anger level goes down. Because when you have noise, you are drowning out the commotion within. You can't hear God to know the answer. You can't hear. You must hear to know what to do. All around us, People are inventing all kinds of things and becoming billionaires. And the church, by and large, are consumers. And you join everything they put out. Because when Facebook happened, you would have thought that was the ultimate. Remember, it started out with Yahoo. I was so disappointed. I thought I had discovered the next big thing when I thought about, you know, uh, uh, electronic yellow pages. And I shared it with this guy that used to be with me years ago, Amos Ajo. I said, Amos, I believe this is it. This will make me a billionaire. He said, oh, pastor, 
It's, it's already been done. I said, who, who did it? He said, Yahoo. And then Facebook came along. And everybody went crazy. I'm brushing my teeth. I'm doing this. See, this is what I look like with a towel on my chest. All kinds of craziness. That's why I left Facebook. I left, I'm not on social media. I have a lot of peace. I'm not part of the craziness. I don't know what they're saying. I don't know what they're doing. Even when they were writing against me, I, didn't, I wasn't there to read. I just cut out all that mess so I can hear God. Hmm? Watch. But then, you look up Instagram. You thought that was done. Then they go, Snapchat. And then, TikTok. I could hear some of you going, that's where where you are. That's where you catch all kinds of videos. And they just keep coming out with more and more and more. And, and you are getting busier and busier and busier. Even those of you that claim that you are not. But each time, as soon as you open your eyes, you grab your phone. You haven't said good morning, Holy Ghost. You, you, you check on all your demons. <laughs> How you all doing? I'm back up. And then you come over, you know, I cannot hear from God. I wonder why. Beloved, we continue to explore what happens with our lives and destiny as the enemy endeavors to infiltrate our thought life. The example with the elder, how the enemy was trying to corner him and said, you know, you're doing too much in ministry. You need to take a break. How God intervened and said, now, if you take a break, all the demons of things that delivered you from will return. How many of you bit that bait already in your life? And you see how you ended up way off track when you were active in church and you were you know, attending you know, Sunday service, Bible study, you are serving in a ministry, you are singing in the choir. You were flying like an arrow. And they sent you that snake and they seduced you. You can see what has happened. You are so way in left field. You've messed up so much. You've lost so much ground. Don't be condemned. Regroup. Get back in there and start serving God again. The grace of God will be there to help you recover lost time, lost territory. Only God can go back to yesterday and help you. But you must calm down all these noise around you so you can hear. I gave the example of my staff, you know, went into her office, she's listening to this, and then she was in the kitchen at the office, blaring music. I said, do you ever give space for God to speak to you, to father you? He said, be still and know 
that I am God. You cannot be electronically demonized all the time. Noise, 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 noise. You wake up in the morning, as I said, you haven't prayed, you haven't listened to God, you haven't done anything. You're clicking, texting, ding, 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 ding. I said, it's fellowshipping with your demons. Enough is enough. Another year has gone by. Are you going to go into 2024 ready? God is saying it's a season for supernatural spiritual growth. We are going higher in God. New season, new glory, new level, new fire. New zeal, new power. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what he has for you. That's what he has for me. <clears throat> Don't listen to the devil. You haven't blown it. It's not final. No. There's redemption in the Lord. You can get back in there. 770-994-3777. Call today. Prayer ministers will minister to you and bless you. Grace will come to you. Favor will come to you. Fire will pop out afresh in your spirit. Call today. Don't delay. Don't hesitate. Your questions will be answered. The unction of the prophetic will meet your needs. 770-994-3777. I encourage you to act on your faith. Put a seed in the ground. Support the worldwide or global outreach of Resurrection House for all nations. <clears throat> I thank God for what life today is doing, but I'm telling you, we are doing the same thing. We are feeding the hungry. We are drilling wells. We are uh, uh, running a hospital. We are doing so many things overseas and in America. Support this voice of resurrection. We are heard in 62 countries now, and we're about to go on another network that will bring us to 242 or 43 nations. God is getting the job done through this ministry. Are you going to stand with us? Are you going to sow your seed today? You will see the miracles will break out because we are part of the heart of God for these last days. We can <clears throat> reclaim America. Yes, we are doing what God has revealed to us to do, to stem the tide of circular humanism, political correctness, witchcraft. All these forces will bow in America. Stand with us today and let us glorify God in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You can write us P.O. Box 251, Union City, Georgia, 30291. <clears throat> I don't know when you're hearing this broadcast, but if it's before New Year's Eve, you know, we always start at 9 p.m. And we worship God and give our testimonies and thank him for the year, share our vision, and then, you know, go home at midnight. And we begin a 21-day fast to consecrate the year. It always helps us shape our destiny and where we're going. We are so glad. You are watching this and hearing this and receiving this information. Use it, and God will bless you. We love you. God bless you. Receive grace in Jesus' name. Amen. Bye-bye.